SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Brunson. I'm on the grid, and I'm also on Team Red Scare. Ooh, not the Russians, not the commies, uh, but the Dayton Flyers <laughs> and the TBT. High drama going on right now in Columbus, Ohio, uh, in, the, in, in the bubble. And we also have drama going on on the, uh, on the links as well. Well, I don't really know if it's drama because Morikawa is just taking a hammer to everybody and smashing them into the ground. I said yesterday, nobody goes wire to wire in golf. Well, I'm often wrong. The raging redhead Cam Stewart steps up in it. What's up, Cam? Oh, Gabe, it's been great. No, I'm on Red Scare, too. I uh, got Morikawa. I don't need any monkey business or stuff. You know what, Gabe? I'm hoping for a nice, boring weekend. Boring. Just, I don't care. Get up by four or five shots. I don't need drama on Sunday. Just get to the get to the wire. Get the job done. You hit your total in basketball. I just nailed a horse in the slop at Belmont. 20 across the board. I just won like 300 bucks. I'm feeling it right now. After that soccer game last night, the universe owes us something, baby. So we're back. It's Friday. We're loving it. Yeah, how could, uh, how could Big Red not take uh, Red Scare? Red Scare, exactly. Not, yeah, I, I get it. They're really choking. <laughs> Red Scare is Red Choking right now. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is cover. no joke. It's Just 81. Oh, they're going to cover. It's impossible for them not to cover now. It's 81.76. The, the, the Elam is 82. So if they lose, yes. they, they can only lose by one point uh, by, by maximum here. I also have them on the money line, though. This is unreal. I've never seen it. It's unbelievable how these teams in this tournament are kicking ass. And the second that they know we need to get to this number, they choke. <laughs> it's amazing. No, you're right. And the team is losing. They've got nothing to lose, and they get desperate. And they just start bombing threes. And if, if they start going in, it's big trouble. Dude, the money team blew a 17-point lead yesterday in Elam. Boom, game. Dayton yep. finishes them off barely. I had no – this game had no business going over. The, the in-game total fell to like 138.5 or something like that. Ton of late points. Props to House of Pain for bringing it late uh, here and showing some heart. But, hey, you got a you got a, you got a million dollars on the line. You know why they're not quitting. Uh, but, wow, what a game. Red Scare advances. Uh, 83. Uh, the, the final score is uh, 83.76. So a uh, game goes over the number. They win outright. They were getting four and a half points. They win outright. Um, earlier in the day, we had some action uh, between the uh, the Marquette Golden Eagle alum and uh, Team Brotherly Love from Philadelphia, and Marquette were just too much for them. And listen, it's easy to say because you have recent bias, like what what, what you just watch. But I'll tell you what, that Marquette team. I, I, they're going to be hard to bet against. They're going to be hard to bet yeah. against, in my opinion. Like, they're not flashy. They don't have stars. No one really knows their guys. But they've got a couple of men on the team and stuff, like thirty-three-year-olds and thirty-year-olds, and they're they're serious, bro. <laughs> like, and and it turns out they all live in Milwaukee still. They oh, actually yeah, practice together for like two weeks <laughs> before the tournament. That's they've important. Got great team chemistry. 
And the number one thing, Cam, they play defense and they rebound. Not just fake defense. They're big, Real strong defense. dudes. Yeah, like they're mm-hmm. – Fran Fraschiller was talking about it, about physical conditioning in this tournament. And you can sort of see. You get some guys, all right, they play in the Japanese second league. You know what I mean? And then you see other dudes. They're just ripped. They're, they're just more men. But then, listen, Dayton's a great mix between older dudes and they got two dudes that were on the team this year. How crazy is that? These the guys played college basketball this year, didn't get to play in the tournament. They might have won the title this year, Dayton. And now they're playing in this basketball tournament. And they're playing for real, man. Like, they're brilliant. The young kid, Landers, came through with a massive late dunk uh, in, in the game. So, yeah, we're really enjoying the uh, the basketball uh, tournament. So, speaking of the uh, the bubbles and basketball uh, bubbles, um, I told you that, you know, you were all gung-ho about thinking it's great to stay in uh, Disney for um, for four months. And I'm not an athlete or rich. Uh, I'll, be, I'll stay anywhere. Yeah. That's the difference. We're seeing the difference between you and Rick. <laughs> Rajon Rondo called it Motel 6 uh, yeah. last night. And we'll get to this in a couple of minutes uh, here. <laughs> Game time decisions. Radio begins. I am a Red We're throwing it down with a raging redhead can store. We're stacked today, guys. We're Jenna Jameson stacked, all right? Hey. Uh, we've got, yeah, yeah. We've got Steve Merrill. Uh, Steve Merrill talking NASCAR. We've got Joey Odessa, the best in the business. Joey, the original odds maker. Uh, joining us uh, from uh, Florida. We're going to break down Fight Island, UFC 251, give you our best bets. Uh, Mick Aussie joins us from, I don't know, back of a cop car or swamp or something. Yeah. Yeah, you, 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 swamp. Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, you, know, you don't know. You don't know uh, with this guy. So uh, the basketball tournament uh, continues. Uh, great basketball. We're going to have a couple of more games uh, tomorrow. We'll get you caught up to date as far as the tournament is concerned, but we can tell you the Dayton crew just advanced uh, right now. The Dayton crew, Red Scare, these guys are the real deal too. Very physical, smart, high IQ uh, basketball team. And you know where their coach is? Another Gruden. You know, the the, the coaching bloodline continues in the Gruden family. Uh, Not John Gruden's son, but Jay Gruden. And Jay Gruden is actually a football coach. He's a football coach, but he went to Dayton. So he's coaching this basketball team, and he's doing a pretty damn good job, too. I got to tell you. Like, I've seen some of these coaches just sort of clap. I love him. Come on, come on. (laughs) Some guys are like, yo, 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 switch, switch, double, double, back, back. Like, he's coaching, coaching. He's in. Like, he's like, when they get into the timeout, he's like, come on, guys. I need you to rebound. I need you, you know what I mean? Like, he's on them. Like, even Dave Nurse, man, our guy, he just stood there and watched the collapse happen the other day. Very frustrating, but Steve Merrill's going to step up and then game time decisions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decision continues. I'm a red, so throwing it down to raging redhead cam. Stewart Friday is always cool. And, you know, it's interesting. Um, I was just in, in my elevator a couple of, about an hour ago, and a uh, friendly gentleman started talking to me. 
looks mm-hmm. over to me and says, uh, it always throws me off, too, when people I don't, I don't mind, like, hey, how you doing, or hi. But when yeah. people ask me, how's your day going, it throws me off. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to say, what, five? But I actually give them a real answer. Like, yeah, I know. I, I, I do don't too. care, Cam. Like whether I know you or not. Like some lady exactly. asked me today, "How's your day going?" I told her, "Not good. I have a tooth problem. I have to go to the dentist. I'm a talk show host." <laughs> said I don't yeah. feel well. I told her, "I said I just lost a bat." <laughs> I basically gave this woman my life story in 40 seconds. I do the same. <laughs> same I do the same. Today, buddy <laughs> asked me, "How's your day going?" I looked over. I sort of took a deep sigh and I said, "Wow." Well, that depends, buddy. I said, how much time you got? Starts. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I like <laughs> that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Have, a, have a good one, man. Have a good one. Yeah. My neighbor, Gabe, I'm so, I'm brutal. Like, I'm so bad. I yell at the TV, come on, come on, when they're coming down the stretch, right? So he's got the roofer over there getting an estimate, and I come out, same thing. He's like, are you okay, Cam? I go, like, what's the deal? He goes, oh, I hear you yelling. Like, you're yelling stuff all the time. I'm like, sorry, Gordy. Sorry, Gordy. I'm betting on horse racing. He goes, oh, okay, okay. So I want to make sure everything's okay. Like, you sound like you're freaking out. Because I'm yelling at the TV. I could hear me. <laughs> well, you're yelling. I'm the you're yelling. I'm the uh, you're yelling uh, in celebration <laughs> after a yes. big win a big win at uh, Belmont. So how's, how's the day going? Uh, well, I'll tell you. Like, it's sort of like they asked uh, – I think it was Chairman Mao about the Chinese Revolution a long time ago. They said, how's the Chinese Revolution coming? And uh, he said, it's only been 3,000 years. It's too soon to tell. Mm. So and when somebody asked me how my day is going at 2 in the afternoon, I, I, I don't know. But, you know. I'll tell you a yeah. little bit later on. So far, so good, though. I can't believe we escaped with the over of this basketball game. I gave up on it, for real. Like, I, I gave up, gave up. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes... You sort of, you're like, yeah, I'm screwed. But deep down inside, the gambler in you is like, there's still hope. It's like Homer Simpson. It's still good. I'm like, yeah, if they hit a couple of threes, if they hit a couple of threes. I didn't need, like, I gave up, gave up, where I put my phone down. And because I stepped out for a second, I was like, I I don't even need to know the score because, like, (laughs) they're not going to get there. I'm like, I need, like, 38 points in the next six minutes. There's no way in hell we're going to score 38 points. So I was like, I give up on the total, but at least Dayton's going to win. And somehow they get to 159 when it's all said and done. So that's a nice uh, – that's, you know, that's good stuff. You Surprise. I just went yep. 4-0 and in TBT action uh, today, and it leads us into this league that's really starting to piss me off, the MLS. And, Cam? Oh, yeah. I don't know, did you watch yeah. the game last night? Did oh, you of course see, I like, did. Did you see the shot at the end? I thought it was going oh, in. Oh, yeah. Me too. I'm like, the goalie makes that save. I'm like, just give me the tie, you press. The ball started to turn. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, no, no. Because, Kim. Yeah, like my heart stopped. They're like the Montreal Canadians. They 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 did a great job. Every two minutes, they'd get the ball in scoring position and then pass it back, pass it sideways. I know. They're so annoying. One of you losers needs to kick the ball at the net. The end of the game, Buddy boots the ball at the net. He nearly scores. Exactly. That's what I was saying, Gabe. You ever no? You watch the Philadelphia Union game? How they beat NYCFC? They shot the ball. They didn't dick around with the passing. The guy had a laser beam. It went to the net. Same thing. Like 
That's the thing. That's the issue that I have. Sometimes, guys, in hockey, it drives me nuts, too, on the power play. Back and forth, back and forth. Oh, okay. No, get a guy in front of the net and wire the puck off his leg or something like that. Don't be so – like, the thing about professional athletes is they're so damn good, Gabe, they make everything have to be beautiful. Sometimes it doesn't have to be beautiful. We can have the mix. You know what I mean? Add a different ingredient you know or two. It, does, it, it could be ugly. It could be ugly. Nobody, nobody had a finish. They didn't have Piotti anymore. Yeah, I underestimated I how bad they're striking, and Minneapolis warned us. He said they're going to try to play up tempo, but they don't have anyone <laughs> to finish. And it was, yeah, you're exactly absolutely right. right. Like they played up tempo, they were trying to push, push, yeah. and then they would get there, and no one would. No one was the man. And said, "Give me the damn ball. I'm going to score." Exactly. Everybody was like, "Oh, you kick, you kick." No, no, no. You do it. You do it. Yeah, it was frustrating. Terry Henry looked like he wanted to strangle them. Um, I, I swear to God, I think Terry Henry's better than anyone on the Montreal Impact still, and he's 52 oh, yeah. years old. He should have gone out there. Player at... coach. <laughs> All right, we'll bring uh, Steve Maryland uh, here right now. Uh, Steve, always a pleasure. Thank you uh, for joining us. We're just talking hey, about the M- MLS uh, tournament um, that has been incredibly frustrating from a handicapping uh, standpoint. The games that you think are going to go under, go over the games that are supposed to go on, uh, over like one nothing and nil nil. Like it's one of those weird deals. They're playing in Orlando, but let me just throw it out there. I'm feeling it tonight. Like the Seattle Sounders are playing the freaking earthquakes. All right. And okay, tell me, just tell me we're on the same side here because I'm do. I, I got my pick already. I already bet it and a lot. I'm taking the Sounders. I'm not playing around. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm playing around tonight. I'm actually taking the dog it. tonight. I like San Jose uh, plus wow. a half. Yeah, I'm taking them. Yeah, They're, this is a game. This is where the underdog shows up. Montreal was a horrible underdog. Tonight, San Jose shows up. But anyway, we, we, bet, we, we, we differ on our opinions, and uh, hey, one of us will be happy. I've already been here. So not necessarily. Just to guarantee one of us wins, I'll take the draw. Yes, that's a good point. <laughs> and that's Perfect. exactly why I don't bet soccer. <laughs> You know, three options. That's David saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not big it's on three-way betting. Yeah, but you know what? They have they have two-way betting, Steve. So that's what I was they, just they, crying about just as you were joining us. So last night, I had Montreal to win or a draw. All right? Yeah. So either one, you win the bet. You win the bet. So, and of course, we lose one nothing. And in like the 94th minute, we came ever so close to scoring the goal to tie the game. It was torture, yes. bro. And it was scoreless all night. So it was like scoreless after like 60 minutes. And you're like, all right, as long as the other team doesn't score. And then, bing, of course, they score. Uh, yeah. It was incredibly frustrating. Soccer can be frustrating. But it's like, listen, any sport can be frustrating. But soccer is because it's a long process. You have to be patient, Steve. That's why it's not big in America. Patience isn't big, right? So, Well, I mean, yeah. Look, look at the two most bet on sports in America. And watch, watch the flow. And just sort of have confidence. Stuff is good. Because you can watch for 28 minutes and nothing will happen. You step out for five minutes, you come back, and there's three goals on the board, Steve. You just have to have confidence that let the, let's the, let the system play itself out, Steve. <laughs> you, know what else, you know what else I hate about soccer is I can't watch it on the DVR. Because when I fast forward and then you see the damn goal, like, as you're fast forwarding, you can't. <laughs> you know, fo- football and baseball are great sports to watch, like, on replay because you can just fast forward through all the downtime. Basketball is a little tougher because there's a lot of flow. But even then, there's commercials and stuff. But soccer is impossible. And hockey is very difficult for the same reason. 
And it's not a coincidence, guys, that the two most popular betting sports in the U.S. are football and basketball because they're much higher scoring than baseball, hockey, and soccer, which all trail them. So that's the problem with soccer. It's just too low scoring, too little action. And it's quick too. People people want quick. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm surprised. Horse racing. Horse racing is catching on a lot. Horse racing is awesome. But it I is quick. That's, it. that's the thing. Exactly. That you figure millennials uh, would like uh, about it. All right. So Cam, before we get into Cam, the real quick though, Cam, my, my problem with horse racing though is that you don't know what odds you get, and that's what I hate about it. Like it's so important. No, you're right. Like my horse, my horse, my so horse was eight to one, Steve, and he won at five to one. You don't think I won eight to one? I would have won an extra hundred and fifty bucks. I'm with you. The odds are frustrating because you get what you get. You not when you necessarily make the bet. I agree. But that's I the agree. key to betting is really you know money management, obviously. But line value is the key more so than picking the right mm-hmm. team. That's what's so tough for me with horse racing. But that's why the exactas and the trifectas is how a lot of the sharps you know correct. They, they kind of pull everything for that big payday. Yeah, can you imagine like sports betting being the same way? Exactly. Where. Yeah. You you bet you bet an underdog at plus uh, plus two forty. You roll up to the window to cash your ticket, and they're like, "Sorry, no, no, no the pool is a little small." That's even. We thought the handle. Right. You, you can't get plus plus two forty. We're gonna pay you a plus one fifty instead. It's like, yeah. no, bro, Ooh. I bet it at plus two forty though. Like exactly. I wouldn't have bet it at plus one fifty. I bet it at plus two forty. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the only thing you can do, as you know, Cam, is kind of wait in your post, and that's what most people do, you know, but even then the lines can really Things move still in that change. last minute. Right. I've seen numbers change at post from 10, 10 to 1 to 5 to 1, late money smashing horses. And it always seems to be the one you have, Steve, not the other one that you need to go up. It always goes down. Yeah, and when the <laughs> odds go up on you, you're probably on the wrong horse. You're going to lose more times than Correct. not. So, yeah, that's what's tough yeah. about it. Yeah. All right, we're going to get into the NBA bubble a little bit. I've got a theory about how uh, how crap uh, the accommodations are, are going to lead to a lot of sweeps. We'll hit that and more. Steve Merrill with his Game Time Decisions continues. Bagels and bad beats. <laughs> never being a camp fan, but I will tell you, the officials never gave him the benefit of the doubt. He would get crushed and there wouldn't be any penalty flags for late hits. So, you know, welcome to the real world Patriots from that standpoint. The Sports Grid Network. Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Betting update. You want the capping edge? Get on the grid. Longtime San Francisco Giants catcher Buster Posey opting out from playing the shortened baseball season. He said that he and his wife Kristen are adopting twin baby girls who were born premature and they need help. Posey remains under contract for 2021 when he's slated to earn 21.4 mil. He has a $22 million club option, a $3 million buyout for 2022, a lifetime 302 hitter with 140 dingers and 673 RBI. MLB and MLBPA announcing final test results for player screening when they enter camp. 3,748 samples were taken. 66 players came back positive. That's just 1.8%. Those who test positive need to have two negative tests before they can re-enter baseball's camp. Toronto Blue Jays staff not messing around with coronavirus. James players have been told the penalty for being outside the Rogers Center and adjoining hotel bubble will come with a $750,000 fine. Not sure about that one. Sounds like a scare tactic. Blue Jay players not impressed. Shortly after the Washington Redskins find a new nickname, FedEx notified the team in a second letter that all signage from the stadium will be removed 
following the 2020 season unless the team nickname is changed. The shipping company owns the naming rights. It took effect in 1999. The deal runs through 2025. Frederick Smith, the owner of FedEx, has already begun selling shares of the company because he's unhappy doing business with team owner Dan Snyder. New York and New Jersey governments won't require members of the Giants, Jets, or Buffalo Bills to quarantine for two weeks upon entry to their states for NFL's training camp in late July. The Jacksonville Jaguars announced today they will let fans in the stadium at a 25% capacity. Basketball, Washington Wizards start Thomas Bryant and Gary Payton II didn't travel with the team to Orlando after both testing positive for COVID-19. The Wizards were already without star Bradley Beal and Davis Bertans. The basketball tournament, Gabe's having a good time with this one. Both scores, exactly the same. The Golden Eagles, the Marquette team beat Brotherly Love 83-76. Red Scare upsetting the House of Pain 83-76. The draw for the Champions League is out. Real Madrid or Man City will play Juventus or Lyon. RB Leipzig meets Atletico Madrid. Napoli or Barcelona will face Chelsea or Bayern Munich. And Atalanta meets PSG. Matchups will be played behind closed doors August 12th to August 16th. Kamaru Usman and George Masvidal both making weight today in light of the UFC 251 main event Saturday at Fight Island in Abu Dhabi. They're both 170 pounds. Usman the favorite. It's down to 245 on FanDuel. Masvidal the dog at plus 200. UFC President Dana White also said he is going to have a lot more fights on Fight Island. MLS back at it tonight. Seattle and San Jose, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. Seattle to win, minus 105. San Jose plus 230. Draw 250. Total 2.5. And, and Colin Morikawa still leads in golf, 13 under. He has a four-shot advantage. I'm Cam Stewart. Now back to our guest, Steve Merrill, and host Gabe Morenci on GTV. Game time decisions continues. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates uh, joining us. Steve Merrill kicking it with us right now from Covers.com, one of the Covers experts, Pro Sports Info. Uh, dot com uh, as well. Joey Odessa will join us. Uh, Joey's uh, killing it with his podcast uh, right now. I got to ask Joey how he hooked up uh, with Bradshaw. I, I never knew he knew Bradshaw. And what, what a what a cast what a of characters. Cast. Joey Odessa, the Philly Godfather, Brother. Bradshaw from the WWF, and Coachman. Given UFC, <laughs> the coach like I, I don't know, wow. like yeah, and the coach like I, I like. <laughs> It's almost—it's like a weird reality That's show awesome. or something. Like, yeah. I'm like, what? Like, I'm going to ask him how this came to be, but it's very popular. Uh, he's going to join us. Uh, he's going to join us uh, later on, uh, on 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 the program. We we'll talk Fight Island UFC 251. It's a pretty chalky card, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there might be a couple of dogs on the prelim, but as far as the main event is concerned, look, Lou joined us from Gamblu.com earlier in the week, and he's all about the underdogs. And he even he said. I don't see any dogs on 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 the main card. Uh, I guess you know you could always make an argument. Besides, you know, Masvidal is a dangerous one. You know, Masvidal and Usman, but we'll get into that a little bit uh, later on. Steve Merrill kicking it with us uh, right now. So let me just get to the NBA bubble uh, right now, because um, you know we've got uh, the the videos and the pictures are coming in, and it didn't take long. I tweeted out last night. As the players started to show up in the bubble, Sergi Baca was the first one to post a video of his room. And um, and then a couple hours later, the rest of the league uh, started to show up. And the Memphis Grizzlies, um, one of the players in the Memphis Grizzlies, cockroaches. Cockroaches um, in the room. That's awesome. I don't know. Do we have, do we have the... Uh, do we have the, uh, we should, uh, here oh, we go. Oh, man, that's a big one. That's a big one. Oh, no. That's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's, uh, that's, that's nice. <laughs> so they've got, uh, 
We got cockroaches. The cockroach is uh, taking the charge. The cockroach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks yeah, like it took the charge. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get. Uh, we got. We have J.R. Smith. Let's go. Let's hear J.R. Smith here. Let's see J.R. Smith uh, checking into his hotel room last night. No comforters, no sheets. No, no comforter, no, no blanket. No sheets, no nothing. It's, like it's, hot, it's, it's hot in Florida this time of year. You don't need comforter. J.R. Smith, like he walks in and he starts laughing. He goes, really, really? He goes, no comforter. He goes, there ain't even a blanket in this room. So you've got cockroaches, no blankets, bad food. Rajon Rondo, Rondo's the best. Rondo said, what the hell? He said, I didn't know we were staying at the Motel 6. Motel 6 are actually pretty slick and said, we'll leave the light on for you, Rajon, and jumped on it. (laughs) But the thing is, guys, Motel 6 began trending last night. Yeah, amazing. Because NBA players... And people ripping it were like, holy crap, these guys are staying. And I even I did. My boy T-Bone in Vegas said, Morency, this is like the room you stayed in at the Hotel 6 in Vegas on Tropicana Boulevard. So, so many people were taking pot shots at Motel 6. Motel 6 began trending, and they embraced it. They said, hey, anyone in the NBA, we've got Motel 6 rooms available in Orlando. They embraced it. And then Rondo started getting ripped. Because they're like, if you think that's what a Motel 6 looks like, you ain't ever been in a, in a Motel 6. But I'm telling you right now, cockroaches, horrible rooms. Sergi Baca's bed is for, like, a, a horse jockey. The guy's 6'11". Like, half of his body goes off the bed. It's a freaking joke. That's, that's, that's actually an important point, though. I didn't think about that. Yeah, this, I mean, that's actually a legitimate, like, handicap. Yeah, you need, no, you guys, need yeah, NBA style. These guys don't sleep you well. Need, they have a pulled back muscle the next day. Hey. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. No offense, guys, Gabe. You need California Kings. They did nothing. Yeah, that's, that's, this is back when we had to fly commercial back empty. in the day on back-to-backs. You know, we'd handicap the, the no-rest situation because they were flying commercial, and now it's not a factor because they fly luxury jets. We're back to the 70s, boys. I mean, this is handicapping well, the The bed's important, man. You can't have a bed where they're hanging off by two feet. That's ridiculous. Yeah, serious. Yeah, that's serious. Oh, yeah. It's a joke. It's, important. it's a joke. It's a disgrace. Ooh. So let me ask you, Steve. You and I often talk about the zigzag theory in the NBA playoffs. <laughs> no home court. It goes away a little bit. And I'm going to guarantee it. Not one NBA player likes this place. I told you, Cam, they were going to hate it. I told you it was yeah. going to be like you did. I'm a, joking around saying I would I go there, but I'm not. I, I'm not worth hundred million dollars. People are calling oh, yeah. the Pampers. There's cockroaches on the floor. Yeah, that's there's no comforters. I'd like all these losers on Twitter that are tweeting the NBA guys, telling them to shut up that they're spoiled. I'd like you and your wife to check in on the Fourth of July weekend, lad. I'm sure your vacation. Sure, you would have no complaints, right? If there was no blanket, no comforter on the bed, cockroaches on the floor. I'm sure you would have said nothing. But, oh, they're in the NBA. They should just shut up, right? I'm telling you right now, when teams are down 2 nothing and stuff, it's over. Half these teams in this bubble are already counting the days down so they can get out. Yeah, yeah. LeBron James said, I feel like I'm in jail. LeBron's like, this is like doing time. Like, he goes, this is like, he goes, I already missed my family. They're one night in. 
These guys, they don't even have blankets. It's a freaking joke. They're giving food in cardboard boxes and wrappers. Um, it's a disgrace. Like, so J.R. Smith was hit lighting it up last night, guys. I was watching him and everybody, he was like a star at like four in the morning last night. He was up and he's like, look at this. And he's showing him everything. While he's live on his Instagram, guys, he's like, oh, oh, oh boy. And Cam, it's just, you know, it's like you and I have gotten a text before. It was yeah. like, shut it down. Log off, shut the show off immediately. Yeah. NBA's, yeah. and J.R. Smith looks in the camera, he's like, he's like, oh. He goes, uh, goes NBA's really upset, man. He says, I'm exposing <laughs> too much. And then he's like, oh, Lake. Now he goes, uh, Lakers just told me to log off. He goes, I got to go, guys. <laughs> and I tweeted out last night. I said, how long until the NBA and Silver sends a message to everyone in the bubble, get off and stop ripping Disney on Twitter? For sure. Right? Like, exactly. This was a nightmare for Disney last night, Steve. Like, they were a mockery, bro. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's ironic that you said Florida and 4th of July because in 2002, my buddy from Tampa, I went down to Tampa and we drove to Daytona for the uh, the NASCAR races and we didn't have a hotel lined up and we probably stayed in the Uh-oh. worst place I've ever been in my life. I should have slept in the bathtub. It would have been much more sanitary, but the bathtub had a ring around it. But I remember seeing cockroaches. So there must be something about Florida and cockroaches. I don't know what it is. But I'll tell you what, Gabe, you bring up some good points. I hadn't really dug in that deep yet because the NBA doesn't start for another three weeks. But um, I love where you're going with that. I mean, it makes me very nervous playing a guy like LeBron, although the Lakers haven't won it recently, and maybe he wants to get it with another team. championship team, Steve, I think the only – basically, I think there's about six or eight teams that are there to compete. And I think right now – listen, I follow the NBA so super closely. and I was reading about the Pacers. You never know, like, you know, what's true or not. And you you sort of do, though. Oladipo's not playing. Brogdon doesn't want to play. And word was with the Pacers – they just want to get in and out and get it over yeah. with. They know yeah, they're not winning huge. the title. They just want to Same get in and out. Even the loser yeah. teams can. The, Bla- uh, well, the Blazers, the Wizards. Suns, the Wizards, the Nets, yeah, all these all guys. Out. Even the loser teams out. are there minimum 54 days. It's a long time. Mm, like the second is. they're down, they know they're not winning. Then you don't yep. think they're going to roll over? They're going to be like, dear God, they're going to have their bags packed. They're going to be on the phone with their wife or their girlfriend. It's going to be like getting out of jail for them. Look Listen, at the hellhole we got they're stuck in right this now. This is how we have to cap this. No, you got me thinking a lot. What team has the least amount of family members? They need. We need single guys. That they, like, like as crazy as it sounds, like you almost like you can't even cap the game with shooting percentage and all the other stuff. It's like who who doesn't have a family? Who doesn't mind being here? Like you know and what you I know mean? How that's, are, that's how they already. Yes. What is it is? They're going to be down. I'm down yes. to nothing. I miss my kid. That's what I'm saying. I miss my girlfriend. I miss the stripper I'm banging in Miami all the time. Yeah, I don't even care yes. anymore. I'm out of here. I'm not living on top of that. I might get sick. On top of that, I'm risking getting sick staying in a bad hotel. I mean, seriously, you really big picture here. I mean, it's a great point. I don't know where you guys are going. You got to cap this. You're seven foot and you're sleeping on a little bed too, with your feet dangling off for like three months. I hate that. That's this is good. Sleeping in a kid's bed. That that blows. Yeah, I'm with you, Marenzi. Like, teams get down. They're gonna tank. I like it. No, no, I thought of it right away. It's a war. I said, as second a team, it's a four-game series. It used to be they tap at three. There's no home court anymore either. So it's not like, all right, we're down 2 nothing. We're going home, though. It'll be okay. It's like, no. Yeah. Oh, we got to get That's our ass kicked point. again. And Greek Freak's just going to dunk on us all night again here in Orlando. 
I don't even want to be here. We have zero chance of hell of winning, and we're in the middle of a pandemic. And, oh, yeah, Black Lives Matter, and we were taken away from the message. Like, yeah, yeah, they're going to roll over, bro. I'm telling you, man, when teams are down, you're right. It's going to be, yep. they're going to have their bags packed. They're going to be calling their boys, pick me up outside the gates. It's going to be like, literally like jail. Pick me up outside yep. the gates. I'm a, yeah. Guys are going to have here. Like, limos <laughs> waiting for them outside. <laughs> hey, guys, how's, how's the payment working on this stuff? The teams that didn't make it, what? are they getting paid less? I mean, I, I know these guys make so much, it probably doesn't matter one way or the other. What's the payment incentive also? They're I doubt it's paid. enough for these guys to care. They're getting they're getting paid eighty percent of their regular salary. They they got the same little escrow deal like they because there's no fans, mm-hmm. but they have eight regular season games. They're owed the money. That's why the players are doing it. Right. They, they're owed eight eight regular season games of money, and then the playoff pot will be split up like it is all the time, like different shares as far as you advance. But the players are getting paid full salary minus the percentage that was in the CBA that they all agreed to. Um, so there's no, there's no labor. There's no labor strife. The only strife is the standards. And the thing is, it's not a mistake. The WNBA players are staying in a worse Disney hotel. They have cockroaches and worms too. Game time decision continues with Merrill. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decision continues. I'm Arantz here. We're throwing down with a raging redhead cam. Joey Odessa is going to join us a little bit later on. We're going to get into the UFC 251 for all you fight fans. I got a bunch of picks uh, for this card, so I'll share all my best bets uh, with you um, as uh, well. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll hit the, the in-game golf uh, odds. Uh, the basketball tournament will get you caught up to date. Mick Aussie will have some AFL picks uh, Friday. It's a great show if you like to bet on sports. Uh, we'll get to the NASCAR in a minute because Steve Merrill's great with NASCAR. Uh, but we're talking strategy here. So we're just talking about the NBA, and it continues. It continues on, and I wanted to ask you, Steve, about this. We'll get to baseball momentarily, but you see right now, so the Big Ten says, yeah, we're not playing any non-conference games. It's not happening. So big domino effect. They're not playing 12 games suddenly. There goes your season win total bets if you've already made them. I told people, don't bother. Don't waste your time. There's no way in hell they're going to play 12 games of college football. And all the win totals all say 12 games must be played. So much so, Steve. And I, I, I told Cam this yesterday on the show. I would love to talk college football win totals. I'm not going to waste my time studying this stuff. <laughs> I'm not going to waste the listeners' time when I know they're not playing 12 games. So, all right, maybe some conferences are. But, you know, hear me out here. So, Big Ten, boom. Well, rip up any, like, futures with Big Ten. Now the books are going to have to readjust, and God knows how many games they're going to play. So um, now Notre Dame. Notre Dame isn't in a conference. So Notre Dame's got a bunch of games now that are done, like, suddenly. So now Notre Dame, that's a pretty big program that's suddenly screwed and scrambling. Are they going to make – can they even be eligible to make the championship now? Are they going to be in the playoffs? They only play eight games, et cetera, like seven games? Like, you go down the list of the chaos – as far as futures, and I'll ask you, Steve, as far as uh, as far as baseball is concerned right now, Cam, you just brought it up. You like the White Sox? There's another guy. Got yep. it. 
Well, yeah, Michael Kopech just. Yeah, Michael Kopech is one of the best young prospects. He's a flamethrower. He had Tommy John. He's going to be the one of the best pitchers in baseball. He just opted out. So think about this. If you have White Sox futures, Gabe, and we talked about Cincinnati, White Sox, part of the darling teams. I'll throw it to Steve as well, Steve. How do you bet on these teams? You're basically spinning a wheel. You don't know what's going to come up right now. There is no rhyme or reason. You don't know what players are, are, are could at the last minute see you, get out of this thing. To Gabe's point, you'd be crazy to play this stuff unless you have inside information. Yeah, and keep in mind, I've always told people the one edge you get over the sports books is that they have to put a number on everything, but you don't have to play everything. So, I mean, I think a lot of these just aren't playable. And like you guys said, you know, Gabe, you referenced it. Why waste your time handicapping something that might not even be available to bet? It's the approach I've been taking. I've been doing general look for the college football season. I did an article for Mark Lawrence's magazine a few months ago. Um, but, yeah, I'm not digging into win totals either. And even the national title odds, I'm staying away from that right now because you guys know on futures in general, there's not a lot of an edge because you tie your money up for five, six, seven months on skewed payoffs, more so than ever now. Um, you just don't know what the rules of the game are. And I don't like playing games when I don't know what the rules are. Nah, exactly. And yeah, and what about the 59 game, Cam? I'm just not comfortable with it. I, Think I about this. I, I can't bet a base. Like, if we're going to bet baseball futures, division titles, there's no fine yes. print, Steve. Right? There's no right. must be played, this or that, and make the playoff prop, okay. But this win total stuff, like FanDuel has 59 games. Yeah. Dude, between yeah. coronavirus, what if there's like a four rainouts and we're in coronavirus season and they just say, well, we're not going to play those games? We we're seeing that MLS have already, two teams have already dropped out, Steve. Say tomorrow, <laughs> say tomorrow, Gabe. Say tomorrow, the Dodgers, that. whatever. They've already lost David Price. Say Clayton Kershaw goes, you know what? I got a family. I'm done. I'm not playing right now. So the White Sox lose their best starter, right? Other than Lucas Giolito, they lose their best starter. Who's to say that that these other stars aren't there? Think about the players that have backed out already. This is a we talk about the domino effect. You got to be crazy to be putting big money down on this stuff. I'm absolutely with you on win totals and stuff, man. That's dangerous, dangerous. Keep the money in your pocket. We can bet it on something else. Well, Cam, I will say this, though, and I say this in general with win totals, you're always safe for playing the under because basically all the known is priced in. And if you get an injury to like a Tom Brady, for example, there's really no there's always more downside than there is upside. And what you're talking about is that downside. You'd lose a top pitcher. So I think if you like an under, maybe play those because you can only have something that might help you. But if you like an over, I'd be very careful because there's not much upside. Great point. Steve Steve. Merrill kicking it uh, with us. Yeah, it's it's tough. And. I'll I'll warn people in the same way moving forward for the National Football League as well. I don't know. Like, I I don't see how they play 16 games. And I also believe the National National Football League is opening up their camps on July 28th. I guess they just announced, like, as everything is normal. And, like, Steve, isn't Florida, like, the last place you should have fans right now at a sporting event? Yeah. And then on the day that they announce, like, this is how out of touch they are. And I'll tell you what, I often criticize NFL players for being jarheads and being stupid about the negotiations and stuff. There's a lot of guys that aren't stupid in the NFL, and I'm seeing it right now. If people think that, like, NFL players are just going to show up and play, like, without any safety protocols. Like, so look at at the joke that is the NFL, guys. The the, the owners in the Goodell says, you're going to get fined if you exchange jerseys after a game now because it's too dangerous. So you're going to put fans in a stadium, let these guys tackle yep. each other for four hours, yet it's too dangerous to exchange jerseys exactly. after a game. It's so like this stupid. Is, like Richard Sherman said, like <laughs> this is really – Stephon Diggs yep. came out and said the other day, they said 
what do you think about playing? He goes, I got to be real with you. Not comfortable. He goes, I don't know. Look, J.J. Watt said the other day, I don't know if I'm playing. Mm-hmm. He said, I never said I was playing. They go down the list. They had at the NFL PA, the, the treader guy on the Browns said, I don't know if I missed something, but we have a long ways to go before we even – dude, the, the players just refuse to play the preseason, Steve. There's no way in hell. Long story short, we'll get to the NASCAR. There's no way in hell I'm betting a win total in the NFL right now, Merrill. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Well, Gabe, I made a big mistake. I made a big mistake with my Indianapolis going like absolutely nuts on it. I want to call them and say, I will take a void bet. Doesn't Philip Rivers out. have nine I kids? Want <laughs> I want I want out. He's got nine kids. Oh yeah. He's a God fearing dude, too. You know he's gonna be like, Oh, I'm out, I can't. Oh yeah. I want my money back. Nah, nah. Rivers Rivers, you know, Rivers is dumb enough He'll not play. to believe in the virus. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm that's what I'm banking on, buddy. <laughs> Gabe, I also heard JJ Watt say the other day, "It's time to play some tag." You guys been watching that show? So he's got. Oh, that's like, so <laughs> bad! Like enough is enough. That game sucks. Yeah, they bring back like, like American gladiators. They have, a, yeah. they have a different source of income now, but it goes to my point that these guys make a lot of money. They have a lot of money. They don't care if they miss a season. I think people forget yeah, exactly. that in the big picture. The owners want everyone to play because the owners aren't at risk, and the owners are the ones that lose a lot of money. But when it's all said and done. You got to have the players on the field as much as you want to play. If the players don't want to play, you got a problem. And, you know, right now it's dicey and we're in the summer. Can you imagine when the flu season combines with the COVID season and the cold weather of November and December or teams starting to get the virus? Yeah, I think it's more likely than unlikely that you don't have full seasons in any of these sports. Yeah, I, I, I would agree hey, with that. Gabe, we got, we got breaking news, too, Marenzi. Like, the Sporting KC's got COVID cases. They're gonna Are they going to be the next team uh, out of the MLS tournament? That'll make three. Like, they're not getting through these things. I don't know how many times we have to beat people over the head with this thing. It is impossible to get a clean sports game. It's like you said, it's what? one thing, bro. You called it early. You said golf we could pull off. Golf course, man, they're alone on a golf course. There's no one around, no exactly. fans, no fans. And, and NASCAR, same thing. NASCAR can pull it after off. one week. You what know, because he about? wasn't around. They already wore masks. Yeah. They already wore masks. We got golf. Under the helmets and everything. Yep. Right? Yep. Any and team you, and sport UFC is, is a, a disaster. small amount of fighters. You know, UFC, if one guy gets it, it's one fight canceled. It's not the yes. entire team. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Camp necessarily. Exactly. UFC, golf, NASCAR, horse racing survive. The UFC goes through like 1,400 tests a day as well. Like, Dana mm-hmm. might be kind of a nut job, but he ain't playing around with this stuff because he doesn't want it to blow no, up on him. He, You get tested. Guys, Major League Baseball brought in a bunch of guys from the Dominican Republic on a chartered plane the other day. Didn't test them. They showed up and gave it to everybody. The Blue Jay, players, <laughs> Blue Jay players complained. They said, we've only been tested once. Like, this whole mm. little safety thing, they got tested once. It's like a token. And Merrill called it. The owners aren't there. They don't care. Everyone has to sign a waiver. In the NFL, the fans are going to have to sign a waiver. It's a joke. Like, the owners, they just don't, it's, it's embarrassing, but whatever. I'm, I'm done caring about people's stupidity. If they want to die and get the virus, go ahead and do it. I'm not going to get in your way. Steve Merrill, is uh, Kyle Bush going to win a race this week? <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously. Well, let's uh... This is his best track, just like the last five tracks this season. So. He's been winning since he was a teenager. <laughs> He's been the best driver the last three years on this track by far, but that was the same in Indianapolis, Pocono, Bristol, and he didn't win any of those. We said last week, Gabe, if he didn't win Indianapolis, I wasn't playing him until he wins. He very well might win this week. He's one of the two or three best cars probably going in. The problem is 
you get guys like Kevin Harvick at four to one, Hamlin at four to one, Kyle Busch at five or six to one. In fact, if you look at the odds, all the Gibbs drivers are right in that same spot, and they've all run a lot better this year than Kyle Busch. So, yeah, it's hard to know what to make of it. The thing about Indianapolis, though, keep in mind, Pocono were basically two practice sessions. It was almost the same track. Bush is saying not having practice has hurt him. He still didn't win yeah. Indianapolis and still was not one of the two best cars. His teammate Hamlin was even better. So I can't play him. With that said, guys, I'm not playing against him in a matchup, though, because he might very well win. It's, it's tough. It's weird, too. It's very strange with Kyle Bush in that he's got three runner-ups. Runner, runner so he's finished second three times, Kev. He's got a bunch yep. of top fives. He's got a few top fives, too. But mm-hmm. you never feel really that he was ever close to winning a race. It wasn't yeah, like, oh, man, remember he was right there, but he ran out of gas. Or, man, he got clipped late. It's like, no, you sort of, he's, he's always around eighth or ninth, and he's sort of there. And at the end, it's like, oh, he finished fourth, but that doesn't help my bet. Finished seventh, yeah, but that doesn't help my bet. <laughs> and it's the same thing it's all true. the time. He's, and I don't understand, Steve, and I brought it up, Cam, too, is that he's teammates with Denny Hamlin. And Hamlin's lighting it up. Like, they have the same technology. I guess it's just not his year, but we're 16 races in. I didn't take him last week. I got to do it this week, Cam. Well, what's your take? You've been say seven, you he, I don't know. I, I got I got some guys in golf that are good. I, I got to take him too, Gabe. It's seven to one. Remember before when he was struggling, he still had the top fives. We're getting plus 450 and five. We're getting like seven to one area, Steve. Is that enough? Or is there a better guy at that number? What do you think? Well, that's the problem, guys, is he is one of the two or three favorites to win this race. But then when you start looking at the value perspective, there's not a lot of value to a guy at only six to one or seven to one. I will say this, though. One of the stats that we don't talk a lot about, but I like to look at is average green flag speed. It's your average speed on green flags when they're running full throttle for this season. And I take out Daytona and Talladega. Those are random races. All the other tracks, Kyle Busch is tied with Truex for the fifth fastest green flag speed this year. It's Elliott, Harvick, Keselowski, and Blaney ahead of him. And he's ahead of Hamlin. So he has been fast, like you're saying, Gabe, and he's had good runs. He's always a top three or top five car. In fact, he hasn't been the fastest except at on Pocono in the first race a few weeks ago and at Bristol. And those were two tracks we said he's really great at. He was the fastest car at two of those races. So no question he can win this week. There's not a lot of value, though, for a guy that's that cold right now. You know, six, seven to one is a problem. All right, see, we got about a minute before the break uh, here. We've talked a lot about Eric Amarola uh, this, uh, this year. And, you know, he's somebody that's knocking on a door uh, as well. He just keeps uh, grinding. You get some nice odds uh, with him. And Alex Bowman seems to be somebody that has some nice data here as well. Uh, Steve, what's your take on Amarola and, uh, and Bowman? Yeah, Bowman's been tough for me. He was the fastest guy in California back before the shutdown. He won that race. He was really good at Darlington, the first one back. Yet, so I've liked him, but then he has underperformed since then. I'd be careful with him. He was only 17th fastest at Homestead, which is the most recent mile and a half. Almirola was seventh fastest at that race last month, and he has five straight tops five. He's quietly the hottest driver on the circuit right now. All right, Steve, we got about 20 seconds. Give us one driver. Who do you think wins? Harvick, Elliott, Hamlin, Bush, Kostowski? Uh, I like Kozlowski and Elliott the best in that group. More value there, but I'll take Blaney over all of them. Um, he's the fourth fastest Ooh. on the season. He just continues to run what? fast. Had a bad luck with that pit road incident. Game.
game-time decision. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decision continues. I am a red, so we're throwing it down with a raging redhead, Cam Stewart. Thanks to Steve Merrill for kicking it uh, with us. Yeah. That was great. Time really flies on Fridays with Merrill, man. That hour flies by. He's supposed to join us for a couple of minutes. Uh, but <laughs> I know Steve enjoys talking sports uh, with us. We're going to get into the UFC. Uh, Cam's got all kinds of breaking news, all kinds of stories uh, going on right Crazy. now. It's funny. We were just talking with Merrill about college football. And, I told you guys, too. I get mad, though, when I see people, like, pimping college football totals and stuff. It's like, what are you, a moron? Don't, don't do it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you said it. It's just, you're just wasting time. The bet will be void. Like, I got to tell you, the baseball over-unders. People stupid. predicting these, these college football totals, though, it's like trying to predict a 2024 election. It's like we have an, we have an election in November. <laughs> like, you know, you, you're telling me what's going to happen in 2024 now? <laughs> like, really? So, yeah. the latest news... Looks like the Pac-12. Pac-12 just announced they're going to be doing the same thing. or They didn't have a formal announcement yet, but it's breaking news here um, that the Pac-12 cancels all non-non-conference games. Yep. So it's a domino effect here. So, look, Michigan already canceled that game against Washington. But so here, all right, so now there's all your Pac-12 future bets, guys. <laughs> there's another conference gone. 12 games might be played. They're there. They're, they're all your work breaking down the UCLA Bruin games. Yeah, Oregon versus um, Ohio State. That was the game we were really looking forward to. Washington and uh, Michigan, buddy. Like, uh, you know, we could have a, a nice, friendly bet on it. Those are our teams. You know that you could have gone to the game. Ohio oh, the State, Oregon. Yeah, like, I would have went. Yeah. Exactly. Oregon and Oregon and Ohio State is like a college football preview. Like both of those teams could definitely be in the mix at the end of the season. But you said it, Gabe, like it's just ridiculous and stupid. Uh, other, okay, other conferences are going to uh, follow suit. That's two. That's that's the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. Ivy League's already canceled fall sports. More to so come. Here it is. Dennis Dodd officially reports. Yes, sir. Pac-12 cancels the games. May not stop there. They might start shortening the season even more as it is mm. now pac 12 teams would play nine games nine wow. games joey odessa steps up for bad beats never being a camp fan but i will tell you the officials never gave him the benefit of the doubt he would get crushed and there wouldn't be any penalty flags for late hits so you know welcome to the real world patriots from that standpoint the sports grid network sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com